Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is Alexandra West. And this is Andrea Sibisati from the Faculty of Horror. And you're listening to See You Next Wednesday. Welcome to episode 84 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode is dropping on Wednesday, October 16th, 2013, and my name is Dan Gorman. Buy my book! Buy my book! Buy my book! My name is Casey Lyons. I can't believe I got shot. Isn't that fucked up? I'm Greg Legro, and I'm supposed to be in school, but instead I've got Snarf and Popeye and Luke Skywalker pissed off at me. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Sweet. We're back again. We, we got are. tons of stuff to talk about this week. <clears throat> We're going to talk about Captain Phillips yeah. and possibly... Kate and Leopold, um. which is uh, going to be interesting. And we're going to roll for a movie to see next week and talk about some music as well. Oh. Yeah. yeah, and maybe a special fight will break out at oh the end of the God. episode. Oh, my God. Wink. What? What? Stay with us, listener. Dan Gorman is actually pointing at his eye while <laughs> he winks. Instead of winking. <laughs> I don't even think I winked. I think just, that, no, wink. you just pointed at your eye. Yeah. <laughs> was that this for us the or the listeners? would be closing if I was winking suggestively. <laughs> if I was able to wink, it would be this eye doing If I it. still had control of my eyes <laughs> <laughs> after my horrible accident, yeah. my horrible Thanks, winking. Obamacare. Yeah. yeah. My horrible winking accident. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk uh, about some s- bunch of stuff. Greg said he got a lot of movies to talk about. Yeah, I saw a lot this week. Um, I saw, I think I saw maybe one notable thing, and I know Casey has something to talk about. Um, I've got a couple things to talk about, you guys. Oh, yeah. man. This is an action-packed episode. Holy shit. We're going to talk about stuff. Me too. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, so I spent the weekend at home uh, at my parents' place. So obviously... How are they? They're fine. They're great. They say hello. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Oh. I don't visit them enough. No. No. They they mentioned that. Uh, I wasn't going to say anything. Well, it's awkward because I've never met them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That guy we've never met never comes around anymore or ever. (laughs) (laughs) That guy we don't know exists. Hasn't been here ever. (laughs) But obviously, like, you're at home. You're going to watch some movies on Netflix when the parents go to bed or whatever. So we checked out. Yeah, Cinemax. Cinemax. (laughs) (laughs) So... Baby Blue After Dark <laughs> on City TV. Yeah, Baby Blue 2 sequel. Yeah. Yes. Um, we watched Paradise. Yeah. Listen, guys, oh, Femalian is amazing, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's a brilliant film. You um, watched Actor Slash Model again, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> 
uh, no, it was Cougar or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 1313 right. Cougarville. Um, <laughs> I took the 1313 to Cougarville the other day. <laughs> no, so I finally got around to seeing Final Destination 5, mm. which... I had been putting off because I it's didn't. Final Destination Five. Yeah, but when it <laughs> when it came out in theaters, everyone was like, "Oh, it, like it is actually the highest scoring on on Rotten Tomatoes." Yeah, I, I remember hearing that. And people were all like, "Oh, it's it's really fun, and it has this really great twist." And so eventually, I got the twist spoiled for me. And so by this point, I was kind of like, "I'm not gonna watch this movie. I missed it in 3D. I know the ending. Like, I've basically had everything except for the kills ruined for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm not probably not gonna have that much fun." But I, I checked it out anyway on Netflix, and it's pretty fun. Yeah? It's a piece I of... I enjoy uh, those movies. Yeah. I, I don't remember anything about them, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> Especially, like, three with the roller coaster. Yeah. I didn't actually see four. I don't know what order they go in. I know yeah. I've seen a few of them. I'm not even sure how many I've seen. <laughs> These yeah. ones actually go one through five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they do them chronologically. I have no idea. I know either I missed one of them, but I don't know which one. Yeah. I've never seen any of or them. Or what kills happened in what movie. Yeah. Um. But... Yeah, it's good. It's you def. It's weird to watch a 3D movie in in 2D because mm-hmm. it has that like CGI sheen, and yeah. and and I feel like it kind of the the series kind of got away from. I think two is the best because it has the best crap. It has the best like disaster, which is a car crash on a highway. Oh yeah, with, like, that the is logs good. Yeah, busting yeah, yeah, through yeah. windows That's and shit. Part two. That's part two, okay. and uh, I feel like that was the was my favorite. One's pretty good, but yeah, five. Uh, David Koechner's in it. He's pretty funny. Um, mm. The kills are pretty crazy. But yeah, I was, I don't know. I feel like the way they shoot the kills and for 3D and stuff just kind of doesn't do it for me. But it, it was super fun. And if you haven't heard of the ending, I won't say anything about it. But it is a really fun ending. Just really entertaining. And it is definitely worth a watch. If you like the movies, like it's definitely one of the best. I would say one, two, and five are the ones that like if you're going to watch them, just watch those ones. I was really disappointed with the roller coaster one. I was thinking this is going to be super entertaining, but Which it was one garbage. Was that? Is that four? That's four. Yeah, okay. I remember being no. That's sorry. That's three. Four is they're at a NASCAR. Oh right, that was <laughs> outrageously stupid. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely yeah, the big death at the beginning of that. Yeah. Is- if you enjoyed that one, definitely watch five. Like when you come home from the bar or something, a little drunk, put uh-huh. Final Destination on. Don't, don't I, make assumptions about how I come <laughs> home from the bar. <laughs> come home from the bar stone sober. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, like if Cracked you. Cracked out of your mind. If you're looking for something <laughs> on meth, just. <laughs> You know, watch this movie. I am cracked out of my mind on meth right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> meth cocaine. Yeah. Um, yeah, like if you're if you toss this movie on when you've had a few, and it'll do the trick for sure. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's a fun movie. Good, super Sweet. entertaining. Very all good. right, <laughs> that's about all I have. Oh yeah, all right. Yeah, oh. you, you know, you know what, guys? I did something exciting this week. Oh yes. Um, yes, please tell us what you did. All right. I went, uh, my sister and I got tickets to the Danforth Music Hall, where we viewed uh, Comedy Bang Bang Live. Oh, my God. It was a live taping of the podcast. I'm so jealous. It was awesome. Yeah. You guys, it was fucking awesome. I don't want to talk too much about it, uh, but uh, but yeah, I mean, they, they had the Birthday Boys open, and How if you don't that? know who the Birthday Boys... Uh, it was good. Yeah. Um, it was not great. 
they have a couple of things uh, uh, that I'm like, okay, well, this is genuinely funny. I feel like it's going to work better in context of the show. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Birthday Boys have a new show on IFC um, that, that's going to be premiering um, in a block with uh, with the comedy Bang Bang mm-hmm. television show. Yeah, they're like a comedy troupe out of L.A. Are they out of L.A.? They are out of yeah. L.A., yeah. Um, and uh, Bob Odenkirk and Ben Stiller are producing. Mm. So it was sort of a thing where they had a couple of live sketches. It was only like four of the guys who showed okay. up. There's like six or seven of them. And they they did uh, a couple of live sketches. They had a couple of um, uh, like pre-taped sketches. They showed on screen like ostensibly from the uh, the show. Yeah, uh, it was pretty funny. Nice, nice. Um, then after that, fucking Scott Ackerman comes out and is fucking hilarious. <laughs> Uh, he did this whole thing about how he wasn't really that into the Toronto show because it's only Toronto, <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny. And then he's like, but but he's like, I want to try out some of my material for um, for the New York show. So he's, he starts doing all these things. This one I'm going to do for New York and stuff. And um, and then at one point, he uh, he's like, uh, now you've all heard because there's supposed to be a special guest uh, at the thing. He's like, now you've all heard there's going to be a special guest, ladies and gentlemen, Louis C.K. And everybody goes nuts. And he's like, yeah, that's going to work really well in New York. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, you dick. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, he did. Uh, they had uh, Paul F. Tompkins came out. And, you know, if you listen to Comedy Bang Bang at all, uh, he he's often on as a character. So he was doing um, Alan Thicke. That's awesome. Which is genius. His Alan Thicke is the best thing ever and the special guest ended up being Sean Cullen which oh, yeah. uh, my sister and I were like who do you think the special guest is going to be Jason Mansukas? no it's going to be Sean Cullen oh do you think it'll be Andy Daly no it'll be Sean <laughs> Cullen and yeah sure enough but Sean Cullen was great I mean yeah. I have no problem yeah. with him at all I loved Gork in the Juice Bigs oh my god and he's like just as a person talking he's hilarious yeah, yeah I, I think he's super funny and I what I've heard of the Cork in the Juice Bigs I've been revisiting them a little and I really think super funny stuff oh my god I, their janitor yeah. song like is, really their funny. Neil Young song is fucking hilarious. Uh, what is it? Uh, burn victim uh, girl or whatever. Oh yeah, <laughs> that that's uh, 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 Circus Freaks is another great yeah. song. Um, uh, yeah. So anyway, the whole thing was amazing, and then afterwards they were uh, uh, hanging out and signing stuff. So yeah, I chatted with Scott Ackerman and Paul uh, <laughs> Tompkins, arguably two of the most important human beings in my life, which is sad, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, fucking! It was uh, it was just a magical evening, you guys. Yeah, that's amazing. I yeah, I should have bought tickets to that, but I, I realized halfway through that story that the only reason I'm t- I'm just bragging right now—that's <laughs> all the story was. It's pretty good to brag about. Yeah. That. Oh my god, are you I kidding would say me? So. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was a defining moment for me. Pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sweet. I'm not yeah. the same as I used to be, guys. No, you've changed. When you look yeah. into Paul F. Tompkins, he looks back into you. Yeah. And you're fundamentally changed forever. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, so you said you had some movies, Greg. What, you I, I you saw watched a bunch a of stuff. It's been a big movie week for me, and I caught up on some things I've missed and things that both of you have seen. Okay. So I kind of want to talk about those a little bit. Yeah. Um, first off, for being topical and what's going on, I just saw Gravity. Oh, yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, what a spectacle to, to look yeah. at. It's just really great, and the story is so horrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the script just, is so bad. It's I a terrible script. It's so bad. It's such a bummer how bad the script is like it's like mm-mm. it's like um george clooney's uh whole character he's like like some homespun garrison keeler type <laughs> who's just like wow back i don't remember a time when i was <laughs> he's just telling these fucking stories yeah yeah it's just it's a shame it like the the script is so bad i felt like it drained any of the 
tension out a lot of scenes really? would actually be tension. I don't know if I would say that. It, but I, I, I no, was, me either. I was but, like really waiting to yeah. feel invested in this movie, but I was like, fucking stop talking because I don't care what happens to you now. Um, <laughs> I, I, fi- I find the story and like the script of that movie a lot like Daryl Hannah in Wall Street, where it's just this amazing thing that you watch yeah. and, and, you're, and you're like, well, this part sucked, but it didn't take away from it. Fair enough. Yeah, uh, I I feel like a lot of people that I know that I've been kind of like ranting to about the movie, I feel like people think that like I hate it, which is not true. Like I think it's just there's the things about it that really annoyed me, but I think overall like I've told everyone that I've met like go see this in theater like Yeah, no, I, I like I had a good time watching it. Yeah. But I it, it could have been so much more. It's one yeah. of those movies like, oh, this is a bummer. If you had used a little just a touch of subtlety. Yeah. Uh, and a second draft of the script would have been nice. Yeah. Uh, Damn. Yeah. No, it just, I really, uh, Athena was saying it sounds, it sounded like someone who doesn't fully speak English wrote the script. Oh, man. Just that's, really, that's, like, it's so awkward sounding. Yeah. That's dead on, I think. Yeah. Uh, and yes. And I, I well, I, Alfonso Cuaron, he and his brother, I think, wrote it. Fair enough. And, but, it's just it, it feel, all all of the language felt awkward, uh, and yeah, it just it, it wasn't there in the script for me. And I find with science fiction, it is better to be a little subtle or a little uh, yeah, use use a little metaphor, leave it wide open so that because quiet claustrophobic science fiction should almost work as a, a, a mirror for the viewer, so you yeah. can find something in yourself lost in the. In the abyss of space, you know that's, the that's best the science fiction uses that. They can't all be movies like Alien or Sunshine or whatever, where it's or Moon, you know. Like, yeah. But this was trying to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But oh man. Yeah. yeah no, I I, I totally <laughs> agree. I totally agree with everything you're saying, but it, it still didn't take away from yeah. the the overall I, no, like, the look of it. I mean, yeah. the, when when things go on, yeah, <laughs> it is stunning. Yeah. And uh, and I've hated the last shot. I hated I, it. I think. Uh, um, I think what Casey said about it on the episode, he said, like, this is a movie that, like, lands right in the middle of trying to have, like, a lot of, like, emotional investment and complexity to the characters and stuff and, and, and having none. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's what irked me about it because, like, I could have done with more or less, but I think where it landed, yeah. I felt like it was a weird place to land. Mm-hmm. Like, I could have done with, like, really, really rich characters like richly sketched characters yeah. that I like that were like super realistic or I would have preferred not like just humans no <clears throat> weird cliche characters like yeah. like yeah. I felt like it just landed in the middle and it was kind of like what do you want do you want to go one step into like having real real characters or do you want to do this where it's like we'll project our own on it like mm-hmm. I just felt like it's a weird place for it to land yeah, yeah. totally I also thought it was very smart of me to say that <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that left me a little, uh, a little, yeah, disappointed. Dizzy? But, uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, it was was alright. Um, also, I finally saw, uh, Star Trek Into Darkness. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You finally Star Trekked Into Darkness. I finally went. Um, and. Is that still playing theaters? No, I I watched it on Blu-ray. Okay, sweet. I was gonna say. Yeah. Um, and I had been really looking forward to seeing it and waiting, and I'm much more, I'm, uh, quite a lot more of a truck fan than either of you guys so yeah i had heard there was stuff in there that was very <clears throat> for the fans you yeah know, like you would appreciate it more so i was like well you know i know they didn't really love it but i'll probably like it more anyway i the movie really made me angry yeah mm-hmm. really pissed me off the first half of it i was kind of having fun because it opens and it has sort of like uh, it opens on a different planet and there's sort of this 
swashbuckly, yeah. you know, the away team. Like, oh okay, yeah, that that I'm first little part was great. All right, you know, and I like I liked the first movie, and I really like the stuff that they're they're you know how they're shaping their version of Star Trek. Yeah, but as it went on, I'm, I won't spoil things in case people haven't seen things yet. So I'm yeah. not going to use specifics. But mm-hmm. if this is my main problem with it, it doesn't feel like Star Trek. No, anymore at all, at all. Uh, and even I feel like you, you, they're taking too many liberties with the laws of that world and the mm. laws of these characters. Oh. And also, if you're going to do something as drastic, spoiler on the first movie, sorry, but the, as drastic as change the, the, the history timeline and blow up Vulcan in the first movie for the sole purpose of having your own clean slate where you don't have to retell stories that have already yeah. been told, don't do that and then just retell the most <laughs> famous story yeah. inside out yeah it's a, a fucking it's pissed me off so and and leaving out any of the subtlety yeah. or side things that made that story so intense there there's all the philosophy is gone it's just a silly action movie yeah. with spock turns into rambo at the end sorry for that little spoiler but what the fuck what <laughs> well the fuck? he doesn't literally turn yeah. into rambo so it's not i would like that more i know he puts on the headband <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, it's like this like this took too many liberties, really fucked with something I care about and uh yeah, I just I'm I'm almost checked out of this entirely. Yeah. And maybe it's because it's been so much talk about it, but man alive with the lens flares. Yeah. Holy Jesus shit. Christ. I, like, even like more than usual. Yeah. It it almost felt like he was defiantly doing it like right. ev- like he's become like a running joke with the lens Did flares you, and he's like yeah. Well, I can't stop doing it now, or else yeah, yeah. I'm going to seem like a pussy. So, more lens flare. Did you see like there was a little article? I can't remember where it was, but uh, some he was kind of quoted somewhere saying that he was addicted to lens flares. And he was kind of doing it like as like a kind of a joke, but he was also saying like, "No, really, I put so many lens flares in that movie. We actually had to digitally remove some." <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. And and yeah, that's the that Star Trek Into Darkness is the one where the one female character. The old, like her one pivotal moment, she gets like this like really heavy dialogue scene, and they do a lens flare like directly over her entire <laughs> face, like in her one big dialogue scene. I was like, really? That whole scene was ADR, so yeah. they were just like, uh, I don't know, lens flare. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I don't know. I really need to talk to uh, our, our friend Mark Riley about this and see what he thought. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's a big he's, nerd too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Star Trek yeah, nerd. Yeah, specifically, I, I, I don't know. It really. I think he enjoyed it more than. I did, but yeah, it wound up really making me angry. Yeah, I think he really did like it. Yeah. It was just uh, so like I like because I don't know anything too much about what you're speaking to, but I just remember going to see it and being like, my head hurts. Like yeah. this is just a loud well, yeah, movie. It, just, it doesn't have any heart I, or, yeah. or substance behind it, and uh, and it was it just, just, it just almost like aping. Uh, like it's it came down to almost straight up parody to me. Some of the most uh, significantly emotional p- points of the original cast and series. Yeah. Um, yeah, just just a just a bummer, and I'm efficient. My, all of my uh, optimistic feelings about uh, the new Star Wars have de- decreased significantly. Yeah, because the, I felt the fake pantomimed emotion in this movie is very very worrisome. Yeah, about where he's going to go with imitating what we loved as children. Yeah, well so that's that's what that that right there is the the fucking core of what I didn't like about Super Eight. Mm-hmm. Is because and and I said it at the time. I, I I remember being one of the only people that came out of Super Eight being like, "Fuck you!" Yeah, I didn't like, like Super Eight either. I, oh, I loved it until I watched it a second time. <laughs> but it was just that like fake, like I don't know. Like Super Eight was just like 
it was just of of the movies produced by Spielberg that was purporting to be like this is just like your childhood or whatever. I was like, but there's nothing to it. Mm-hmm. This is all just surface level sheen yeah. and distraction to be like, remember when when Spielberg had movies about kids? Elbow, elbow, elbow. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, fuck off. There's nothing to it. And then like all the emotions to that, it just yeah, it was fucking just, alien. Yeah, it's retarded. It's so <laughs> stupid and. It was just weird Bruce to me. Green why, why did they get an actor to play that alien? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it you? It was me. Oh, you guys. Reveal. Well, you were very good. Oh, podcast yeah. exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. I, I can't I can't stand that stuff. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. And I'm someone who loves like being shittily nostalgic. Like I do oh, that all yeah. the time. <laughs> Holy crap! And I was like, "Fuck off!" Oh, it's the <laughs> best. going to be your new podcast. <laughs> shittily nostalgic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man alive. Yeah. Uh, okay, one more movie that I saw that I want okay. to talk about because oh, what the fuck? I uh, it's hol- it's October. Yeah. Uh, Halloween. Yeah. Uh, a like lot a of horror movies October. going on in my house right now, uh, and that's great. Uh, it's the month for it. I yeah. I love. October. Yeah, it's just the oh, best. I've watched almost exclusively. Uh, yeah, me too. Horror Except movies. for what I've seen in the theaters at home, it's yeah, been nothing been but horror. Trying movies. to watch as much as I can. Yeah, you know, rewatch the Changeling. Awesome. So good. You know, anyway, uh, Athena and I sat down and watched Sinister. Yes. Okay, I've seen that. Have you seen that? Yeah. Okay. What is Sinister? That's, is that another James Wan thing? Mm. Ethan Hawke. Yeah, Ethan Hawke's got a. In chunk, more chunky sweaters. <laughs> um, I, side note before we get into it, Alex from Faculty of Horror, the listeners will know, made a good crack once about how he was like the new Scream Queen. It's just like he's like the new Jamie Lee Curtis, but with like more chunky knit sweaters and in cardigans because he's just in all of the exact same kind of horror movies. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, um, uh, yeah, the first okay opening of this movie, I'm like, all right, I am, I like this setup. Yeah, he's a he's a, a true crime novelist who had had a huge hit, uh, and like blew the lid off of some case, yeah. and then had written two uh, unsuccessful follow ups. One of them, he was wrong, and somebody got off of a trial or something. They don't go into details, and he's moved into this new town to work on this new book. And the cops are like, "Fuck you, you fucking." Yeah criticize law enforcement yeah. and he's going to write about this horrible murder that's happened but he's moved his family into the house that it where happened it happened to write it and I'm yeah. like that's alright yeah. sure. fucking great with this setup it's a little totally. familiar but I don't care it's it's a company and, familiar and for a, for a period this film is pretty good barely alright because yeah. he finds in his attic a bunch of uh, Super 8 tapes of uh, of uh just or film reels shit. of like the like, backyard of a bunch of these families all these random families but they all then are like snuff films that yeah. show this these families True. being killed, including yeah. the family like, he's there to investigate. It's like home movies, and then spliced at the end of the home movies are like all of a sudden it's them how they all died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so they're shot really creepy. creepy. Yeah. Uh, one of them is really jarring. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, all right, I like the look of that. And Super Eight's got a yeah. real creepy quality to it. But unfortunately, the bad yep. guy, which you see in the previews too, the bad guy in this film is like uh, a guy from Slipknot or yeah. a Juggalo or something. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. He's so yeah. stupid looking. And um it he just, just drowns them in Fago. It just yeah. <laughs> it just devolves into this empty stupid uh, scareless, ending. Really, really dumb ending. The ending is just like, oh come on. It's like if mama had had even more had actually had more promise for the first half. Like sure. that's how that's how far it goes into fuck you movie. Like yeah, yeah. it's just because it works. <laughs> Like it works really well, and it's a lot like Insidious. It's like 
for the first 30 minutes or 40 minutes you're like all right you know yeah. you're, you're you're doing it you're the little movie that 40 could. minutes of hope it just was kind of like if this doesn't swing hard on the end yeah. this, is, this has been a big waste of time this is really <laughs> the first like five to 20 minutes i was yeah. like neat <laughs> yeah i don't know i felt like there was that it that it worked up enough like by the halfway point i was like okay it's getting a little like it's losing me a little but like if it regains it on the landing like i'm gonna like this movie yeah sure and then exactly yeah. i guess because when he when he watches about like maybe the fourth or fifth home you start movie, seeing the guy a bit that, more no it was just one of the kills yeah. was just alarming yeah really alarming <laughs> yeah. and uh that kind of brought me back like okay that's that really upset me yeah. so <laughs> if you have something really good at the end but the yeah. ending was so like what what I this know. does none of, how does Yes. Can I go spoilery here? Am I talking um, about this or? Well, if let's go. Spo- no, I think I might see it. Okay, okay, no, but it's just it's one of those you, things. Okay, Casey, watch it, and I because I need to talk about some yeah. stuff with how this movie ends. I know. Uh, I'll, anyway. I'll watch it and now. Act yeah, as your you therapist. watch it, but yeah. keep in mind that you've probably seen a handful of horror movies in the past ten to fifteen years, so you've fucking seen the ending in this movie. Yeah, right. sure. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's just stuff about like yeah. just so. We didn't think about this. <laughs> Seriously, it was a such bummer. a letdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah, I've had a kind of disappointing, massive intake of yeah. movies this week. Yeah, yeah. But, Shitty. Uh, yeah, you you hit hit a couple that were just kind of like, <laughs> oh man, yeah. bummer. Yeah, what a yeah. Star Trek really, really, yeah. really, really broke my heart. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, shitty movies, yeah. Uh, I also watched another movie last night mm-hmm. that I had said earlier on the podcast that I was going to watch and report back on. Yeah. I saw the movie Ass Backwards. Yes. Which is uh, written Diane by Rayfield. June Diane Raphael yeah. and Casey Wilson, mm-hmm. yeah. starring them as well. Uh, starring a lot of other really funny Los Angeles comedians. You got comedians. Paul Shear in there. Paul Rust shows yeah. up. Um, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's in it. Uh What's her name? Alicia, Alicia Silverstone. Silverstone is in it. John Cryer is in it's it. It's kind of like a road trip comedy. Yeah, definitely a road trip comedy about two girls uh, trying to relive their youth or, or try to regain um, some sort of like self-worth through competing in a beauty pageant. Yeah, that they so lost they when, when they were, were younger, kids. right? Yeah. yeah, and so I feel like everyone on the podcast have been pitching it as like, it's Dumb and Dumber meets uh, Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. That or... is such an accurate way yeah. to put it. Minus any of the laughs from those movies. Yeah. It is the worst. And I love, I like Casey Wilson a lot, and I love June Diane Raphael. I think she is fucking fantastic and has this really great sort of subtlety to her comedy. Um, And this movie is, it's not a movie. It's one of those movies, you know how they say a good script in a good script, this happens because this happens, and then then this happens, and then this happens. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. This movie is just this happens, and then this happens, and then this happens, and then... <laughs> yeah, just the worst, you Super guys. Super bu- man. Because I was bummer. really excited because I thought, like, I don't know, everyone on the on the podcast I've been listening to, like, Totally Lame and all the podcasts that they've kind of been touring around with, yep. everyone's just been saying how funny it is. And, mm-hmm. and I I mean, I yeah, I get it. Like, you have to kind of well, hate sure. people. But I also feel like it was genuine that a lot of people seem to think this movie's funny. And then I read some reviews online from just kind of like standard review outlets that have no ties to the uh, yep. just like being invested in the comedy scene. And it just were like, yeah, this is awful. It's uh, I, I was so I, and I tried so Bummer. hard. I tried really hard to like it on whatever level. And it's just the, the, the characters aren't well defined. Um, their characters are just like, we're two stupid girls. And, and that's it. 
Like oh. the, the, that's everything that they that they were trying to do. Um, it's really lazily written. Yeah, just the worst. That sucks. Yeah, I'm hoping uh, that uh, June Diane Diane Raphael just sold two shows. Uh, Did she? Yeah. So I'm kind of maybe she'll uh, regain herself with that because I because I do think she's, like she's amazing. Like she's so funny, and that's she why is. this is such a bummer. <laughs> and yeah, like I mean, there were elements of that in her performance of what makes her so great, but they were so watered down to the point. Like honestly, and again, I like Casey Wilson in certain circumstances, but. I feel like she's just holding June Diane back. Hmm. Yeah. Damn. Anyway, so that's all I got to say about that. Don't even bother. Wow. Damn. Kid has got claws. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I was Cajun. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so should Mm-mm. we should we hit it up? The film roulette? Or okay. Oh yeah. Going yeah. Uh, like, watch Insidia or not Insidia, Sinister this week. And spoilers yeah. out there, everybody. I'm talking about the ending next week. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you don't want to, if I haven't, if I haven't watched watch it by it then, week, then uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah no, watch I, it, yeah. And, and and on the next episode, we'll Netflix. do we'll do another little spoiler alert message before. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. Th- there's just some shit like, what are you fucking? What is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's get into film that. <laughs> There's our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week it was Captain Phillips starring Tom Hanks and the loser has to go see or sit in their house and watch something bad. This week it was Kate and Leopold because Hugh Jackman's been having too good of a time right now at the theaters. Acting real good in real good movies and shit. He's better. Hugh Jackman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and But the loser gets to give the winners an, a shitty album to listen to for the rest of the week. So we'll be talking about that as well. Or it doesn't have to be shitty as you'll hear this week. It's just a an album of their choice. Yes. Uh, pick your poison type scenario. Mm. So Captain Phillips. This is Tom Hanks. Uh, his new new movie from Tom Hanks, uh, based on a true story, yep. directed by Paul Greengrass, mm-hmm. uh, about Somalian pirates taking over a ship. Mm-hmm. A, true story. Yeah, true story based on the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, it's not a spoiler alert. The titular character does survive because he wrote the book. That's right. So <laughs> he wasn't writing it while it was. No, wasn't happening. writing it while it's <laughs> happening. So uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so. Hmm. I saw half of this yeah, movie. Did you, didn't, yeah, okay. <laughs> I did not see this entire picture yep. because Paul Greengrass can't hold the camera steady. Yep. And it also, double whammy, takes place on the water. Yeah. So it's doubly shaky. I got about halfway in this movie, about an hour, hour, ten minutes in, oh. and right when things were about to get really, really exciting <laughs> and had to leave the theater almost puking. Yeah. Yeah. So At what point where were you when i literally was like 10 minutes after they got on the boat onto the little orange one no on, at the end no about like ten, oh the, the pirates when got the on pirates the boat. got on to captain phillips's boat right okay and they also it scrambling. does the camera like uh, it, it's really erratic camera yeah. work but I, right around where about 15 minutes after you left is oh, when shit. it settles in yeah and it stops being so because it gets into much more of a uh, character driven piece yeah. at that point um, 
Yeah, like I um, and and my whole thing is I obviously I'm not going to speak to this movie as a whole because I didn't see it. I'll, I could like <laughs> I can't tell you. I'm going to talk about the part that I saw and then yeah. just make up the. No, rest. like I I thought it was weird that they just all got they all got on there and then just had a party. <laughs> the Somali pirates just came and were like, "We're here to have fun. We just want to make you dinner." <laughs> yeah, guys, that sounds nice. Yeah, I was like, "Whoa, Yar, who wants macaroni?" Yeah. <laughs> no, but like I I will say that that. For the hour of the film that I saw, I I, I was enjoying it. I mm-hmm. I I was actually very surprised by it for an hour, and and I am looking forward to seeing the rest of it. <laughs> I was surprised that because when I saw the trailers for this film, I was like, oh brother, like here's going to be this movie, and it's going to be like rah rah America, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I was surprised that in the chunk of this film that I saw, that they were presenting all sides of the story yeah. in ways that aren't. I mean, it's a little easy. Like, the beginning of the movie is, like, Tom Hanks going off to his job, and we mm-hmm. cut to the pirates, and you see the pressures on them to go out and work. And, and it is a little... It's it's not, like, a brilliant juxtaposition, but I was like, this is more well, than I expected from this movie. I'm, I wasn't surprised to see that. It is Paul Greengrass, and he's done that before oh, yeah. with United, United 93. Yeah, I like that he doesn't just make a, mm-hmm. a faceless villain or just, they're just foreign, yeah. so you know they're bad. Yeah, it Terrorists. Really, he gives them they you know it, it leaves you somewhat conflicted with them. You understand yeah. their how this is happening totally. anyway a little bit more, and I, I liked that quality of it. I wasn't nuts about this movie. Uh, oh, really? For a few reasons. Um, it's it's. It, it's look. It's a really crazy story. Yeah. Um. But I feel like they really needed to stretch it out in the middle to keep it a story, and it just it kind of. I was like, it was just a lot of really similar repeating scene back and forth, yeah. back and forth, back and forth. And I, I, it didn't really come to a. If this wasn't Tom Hanks in the role, and Tom Hanks is excellent in this movie, particularly at the end. There's a scene at the end that really I was just like, holy. Fucker, you very good at acting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but if it isn't him, then this just isn't gripping enough. No. And then I was interested in uh, some stuff later, so I was reading about it later, and there's a lot of conflicting reports about his book, and a lot of his crew was very much like, this is not how shit went down. Yeah. That guy is a reckless captain. And so there's a lot of stuff that I felt really, really kind of weird about uh, how the movie was, was presented and how this, the character of Captain Phillips was presented. Yeah. And because that really bothers pres- me I when mean, they make a truce. Like, I mean, it's, it's it, not a rare thing. Yeah. Hollywood always does something, but it's just like, I just once. And I felt like because it's Tom Hanks and Paul Greencrest, like there would be, yeah. oh, this must be pretty, yeah. you know, authentic, but apparently not quite. I mean, again, these are conflicting reports, but still it seems pretty kind of like, yeah, I can get behind yeah. that. Sounds, that sounds about right. Well, I mean, me. he, I mean, what I saw, he wasn't, presented as conf- like as reckless at all no in no fact, he's, he's like re- the only one who knows what's going aggressively on aggressively the opposite way yeah, like yeah, as yeah. soon as Saving he walks on the ship he's like these aren't locked and this needs to be- <laughs> yeah yeah so it's but anyway apparently yeah i don't know read read the articles for yourself i don't think you need to see this on the big screen because it is very shaky and yeah. stuff like that watch it at home it's not a visually oh my god movie yeah. um the guys who play the somali pirates are excellent they're uh they yeah I, again having their seeing where they're coming from in a very you know yeah surface level it's a simplistic still, thing giving yeah. them a background so you kind of know what they're about and and watching their pressure through yeah. this uh situation and their little hierarchy of uh between the four of them is really great performances from yeah. these guys who have no other film 
uh, credits to their name. Mm-hmm. Uh, all four of them were really, very, really good. Particularly two of them, just outstanding. The main guy who you've yeah. been seeing in the uh, trailers. From what I saw, I'm the captain now. That guy's just fucking great. Yeah. Um, a really strong, leveled performance. So the, again, the performances are kind of what keeps you watching this movie. But ultimately. Where Greengrass has always kind of wowed me and really hit me, uh, you know, in the throat with some emotional stuff when he does, you know, like I loved United 93. Yeah. And yeah. His, his work in the Bourne movies is unreal. Yeah, I like that. Uh, uh, but this is, this just isn't there, I don't think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's I, getting I'm, crazy good reviews. Yeah, I know, but I just, yeah. I just didn't, except for, you know, and even like, yeah, I don't know. Tom Hanks is great. And, uh, sure. He makes a really well rounded person not yeah. just like a, an accent i was like, happy to see really, him there's a, a consistency to what he's doing emotionally and behind the eyes that i really dug and then like there's just this scene at the end it was one of my favorite things i've seen in a big holy shit movie where your your central you know it doesn't your central character when he survives obviously he survives this yeah crazy thing he isn't just like i'm a hero and stuff like that like how the emotional and mental strain of get, going through a hostage situation, like seeing the a real look at what that does yeah. to a person. Uh, there's this, this little thing at the end. This is, I don't feel like this is a spoiler. It's just it's such a bold and uh, inspired performance by Hanks. That, yeah, uh, it's that that it's worth watching for the end. Yeah, yeah I want to see the rest of it. And I from I mean I listened to uh, Tom Hanks on the Nerdist podcast. Uh, yeah, that was a great episode. Re- he did a second one. He yeah. did a, a new one. Um, and so I listened to that before I went and saw the movie mm-hmm. and just like it, 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 it bummed me out before I went and saw the movie a little because I just like I haven't given a fuck about any of the stuff that he's been doing lately like Larry Crown oh, yeah, and Incredibly Loud and Extremely Close and, and, and all of these movies where I'm just like you are incredible and loud. extremely extremely close (laughs) no but like he's just he like 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 you said i'm sure i haven't seen the moment that you're talking about but when he hits you and and you're like wow yeah you are a fucking incredible actor and so listening to this uh interview with him just being a super awesome dude yeah like so nice yeah so personable like being really candid about like the press and what it's like to be an actor and i hate to say this like because all actors should be like this, but like he's talking to Chris Hardwick, Matt Myra, and um, Jonah, and Jonah Ray. Ray, who are arguably what fifth tier uh, celebrities, <laughs> sixth maybe, and he's talking to them like they're his contemporaries. Yeah, like, there's no fucking hint of ego with this. Yeah, guy. and no. so when I did see the first half of this movie, and it was like something, there was something there to grab on. Yeah, I was like. This is why when you see Tom Hanks in a, in a movie and he's doing it and he's fucking killing it, this is why like this is why he is where he is. Like he's yeah. fucking great. Now I'm, I'm probably wrong and I'm probably being too hard on the movie and I'm you know, but if you're a Tom Hanks fan, definitely watch this movie because yeah. it is finally like a really great Tom Hanks yeah. performance movie again. Because I've yeah I've been like I didn't I don't like the uh, what are they called there those. Uh, <laughs> those Dan Brown movies. Oh yeah, I don't like those. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, Larry uh, Crown and like things he's done in the last yeah, the Angels last and decade. Demons. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. those, yeah, I've been kind of a bummer. I was thinking, did Dan Brown do Larry Crown? No, because <laughs> it rhymes. <laughs> and, and I've often found things you, that rhyme. If your name rhymes with the title of a book, you are the writer. <laughs> you wrote it. Uh, yeah, uh, I would definitely say. Uh, um, Away from a recommend, I can't recommend because I didn't see the movie mm-hmm. all the way. But I would definitely actually say if you're at all interested in Tom Hanks, you should listen to that second uh, and the first 
nerdy oh, podcast. Yeah, yeah. It's, great. it's just really cool to hear, like, you know, Jonah Ray near the end brings up randomly, like, uh, some of his early work, and, and they, they, they mention Bosom Buddies, and they mention yeah, yeah. They mentioned one of the movies he did about, like, Dungeons and like, Dungeons oh, and Dragons. Oh, Dungeons and Dungeons Mazes, and Mazes and Monsters. And monsters. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he talks about it for, like, five or ten minutes, just like, <laughs> yeah, we did that movie Ow! in Toronto, and that it's, like, so horrible. like that's nobody... Great. And that's what he said, too. Yeah. <laughs> and I just, it's, it's refreshing. I mean, obviously... Or rather, he didn't, like... In another kind of classy he, move, he didn't say it was bad. No. He was just like, "Ugh, it's unbelievable." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, but like, he I'm, gets around saying it's bad in kind yeah, of like yeah. a really. But cool then way. he says, has like some anecdotes about it, like, "Oh, yeah. we we're shooting in Toronto. We had to cross the border," and he does all this stuff, and you're like, "I like, I, I shouldn't be like surprised and astounded that like a someone was nice, but like, it is nice when you hear like it's somebody also that it's also that he talks about." He talks about his life like he's really enjoyed his career. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, like he loved oh being boy, on all of this yeah. has been just a thrill ride yeah. for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel dead. like if I walked up to, like, George Clooney and was like, yeah, you were great and returned to horror high, he'd be like, get this fucking guy away from me. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Whereas if you did it to Tom Hanks, he'd be like, oh, that was a thing. Yeah, yeah. let me tell you about let the me time. T- let me buy you lunch and yeah. tell you about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, they're good, they're good interviews. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Uh, yeah. Look, I got two questions. Uh, first of all, Dan, if you watch this movie on a boat do you think that would help yeah it would even everything out i wonder and also my my final question to the two of you uh captain phillips or captain ron oh captain ron captain, captain ron, ron. Mm-hmm. all right yeah. it doesn't Obviously. sag in the middle no yeah. <laughs> all right. yeah and in a fist fight captain ron of course yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what question I was asking now, but I'm satisfied with both answers. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, so instead of going to see a shitty movie in theaters this week, mm-hmm. Casey sat at home and watched a shitty movie, as we've been doing once in a while lately well, on the show. Or saw a great movie that he fell in love with. No, to be fair, about halfway through, I got nauseous, and yeah. I, had to leave my, <laughs> I had to leave my house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I watched Kate and Leopold. Yeah. Uh, this is directed by and written by, um, or co-written by uh, James Mangold. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, what do you expect me to say? <laughs> that you loved it. Uh, Admit it. I did. Anything with Brecken Meyer. Yeah. <laughs> Just lights up the is screen. Is going to warm my heart. Uh, so Jesus. what's what's Kate and Leopold about? I don't well, even know. Um, it is about a uh, duke. Played by Huge Ackman. Yeah. At the time, he was only a medium-sized Ackman. Good night, folks. <laughs> hey. Yeah, I'm here till Thursday. Um, he, uh, yeah, so he's just a duke, and he's, uh, and we start out in in his, you know, century, mm-hmm. and he's wandering around, and everyone's like, "Oh, Duke, you must pick a wife because you need to have a wife." And he's like, "Oh, I'm so bored of." Wives and stuff, whatever. <laughs> I'll just pick that one. Who, by the way, is Kristen Schaal, which was Whoa. weird. I did not expect her to be in it. And she has like zero lines. Um, but she's adorable because she's Kristen Schaal. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So then just as he's about to pick a wife, he's pulled into a time portal. As it happened in the day and age. Yes. <laughs> as, 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 as Dukes were known to do. <laughs> uh, by uh, by um, Liev Schreiber who plays this guy from present day who was hanging out in the 19th century or whichever century it was. Um, (laughs) And he accidentally pulls Leopold, Duke Leopold, through the time portal into present day New York. Uh Uh-oh. Where all heck breaks loose, you guys. Let me ask you a question. So, Liev Schreiber. Yeah. 
is hanging out in the past? Yes. <laughs> is he a time traveler? Yes. Okay. That's how does what, he time travel? Yeah, how did he get there? Is it established? Does he have a machine? Time yeah. portal, idiots. How oh, yeah. It? This is, I'll fucking make a little note of this. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to Kate Leopold it up on Time Bandits. Now. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, so it, is he introduced in the past? In the past, yes. So, he, so, so Leopold, Duke Leopold, I'm just going to call him Leopold. Yeah. Uh, he looks over and he sees this guy who's all... Tra- Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today dressed up in you know victorian garb and everything but he's taking pictures with a little point and shoot camera and he's like what the heck is that guy doing yeah <laughs> so uh so he chases him to uh to this spot where uh, uh where i guess the brooklyn bridge sounds like a real bridge right uh-huh. um is being built and he jumps off and they and he grabs onto him they jump off the bridge and then they're magically transported to uh to present day yeah uh-huh. okay so it's uh um they they found out that time travel is there are these specifically timed time portals right. that happen once every Monday or every... Okay. I can't remember exactly, but... Okay. Uh, yeah. But yeah, you got to jump now, through it. You when, have like a 20-minute window to jump through it. When they land in mm-hmm. present day, mm-hmm. does Leo Shriver just be like, I got to go, like, and run away? Like, or, or, or is there any explanation, or does he follow that character around? Like, what... No, what happens is... Um, Please tell me he walks around being all dookie in New York coffee shops and restaurants. And yeah. Stuff. Uh, <laughs> it's not even that wacky. Um, You're thinking oh, of geez. Thor. I have to say, there are elements of of the story that are somewhat interesting. Uh-huh. Like the uh, this Duke uh, before or, or after the time he's taken back you know, to, to the present day, um, he invented the elevator. So when he's taken out of time, out of his own time, um, elevators still exist, but they're shitty. They don't work yeah. very mm-hmm. well because he didn't invent them, which I'm like, okay. And that leads to Lee Schreiber falling down an elevator shaft. Um, I'm sorry. The plot is so convoluted. <laughs> I have no idea from where to attack yeah. this. Um, so Liev Schreiber takes him home and goes like, don't tell anyone you're from the past. Yes. And he's like, what? And then he just immediately accepts that he's in the future. He's like, well, I guess I'm in the future now. But I'm going to still walk around like I'm a duke. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it, does he act? Yeah. Well, but not in like a big wacky way, uh-huh. in like this way that's charming and and all of the girls just love him because he knows how to treat a lady and he uh. knows French and whatnot. Oh. Um so so he meets Meg Ryan, who's Liev Schreiber's ex-boyfriend and, um, <laughs> no, girlfriend. <laughs> She's playing a man in this. It's kind of an Albert Nobbs kind of This movie of is confusing. Yeah. It is. Oh, Jesus. It's, but the thing is, there's all these elements to it, but it's not that confusing. It's just fucking boring as fuck. Hey. Yeah. Um, 
like there, he he's he has to walk Leah Schreiber's dog, and then Leah Schreiber's dog poops. And Uh-oh. he's like, I'm not cleaning up that poop. And then, <laughs> and then the, the police officer is like, I, I don't even want to do a voice because like it's a black woman and I feel like it's just going to be racist. But but she does like that kind of like sassy cop thing. And I'm just like, Ugh, I can't deal with this. So, yeah. So fucking Meg <laughs> Ryan fall in falls in love with him because he's a gentleman. And but she's then- also a, she's a fucking uh, a ghost. <laughs> she's like, turns out she's a good g- ghost, um, but she's from the future. Yeah. Um. So uh, she's an ad executive, and she's trying to sell this butter. And, uh, and as ad executives are known to do, <laughs> from time to time. Oh, does he help her with her ad campaign? Yes, he does. Oh, he becomes. God. He becomes <laughs> like she's trying to cast a commercial. And he and they're like he's perfect, so he becomes like the a, butter man. It's spokesman Duke for butter, delicious. And Duke I'm like, this delicious. is the most romantic thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, but does she find out he's from the past and then hate him? No, okay. she finds out he's from the past, and she's like, okay, yeah. <laughs> and and um. And Brecken Meyer is there because he's her brother and he's an actor and he just thinks that Hugh Ackman is uh, an actor. So he's like, dude, you're like really into the part because he's walking around pretending to be a Duke the whole time. So <laughs> as an to actor, be the Duke of Butter, as a fucking idiotic actor, yeah. Like he's like, this guy's so method. He's always walking around like this, as opposed to going like, this guy's got mental problems yeah. and shouldn't date my sister. Yeah. But that's, <laughs> That's not what he thinks. He's no. just like, this guy's a super sweet actor, yeah. and I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah, dude, <laughs> how long have you had this part for? Like, <laughs> is this a miniseries, or is this a TV show on a yeah. tape season? Also, oh, it's just a butter commercial? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, you've made it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. So then, spo- can I spoil? Spoiler? Yes, Are you guys going to watch this? I'm <laughs> going to be pissed if you spoil it. All right. Then no. I'm not going to. Yeah. But, uh, well, spoiler alert, don't see this movie. <laughs> it's. Uh, so, but. <laughs> no, you can spoil it. Yeah, please tell me. I All right. So, it, do they, they go get, back they to the together? past to live? They it, get together, it so right? happens that, that you know, uh, as I mentioned before, Liev Schreiber was in the past taking pictures with his little point shoot Uh-oh. camera. And then they actually review the pictures because mm-hmm. nobody thinks to do that beforehand. Um, and they see what Meg Ryan is in those pictures. What? So um, it what? turns out, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm also wondering what. <laughs> so if they go back in time, if, uh, if Prince Buttermilk takes her back in time, um, she's now from the f- past. <laughs> <laughs> and Liev Schreiber, like, like they couldn't make the relationship work because he's too much of a crazy time traveler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, and uh, so so he's like, this is what it, how it was meant to happen. You were meant to go back and live in the past with plagues and pestilence yeah. and shit. Um, and I was yeah. supposed to be your conduit to that because you're supposed to go back. Like, yeah. time... And, and and like like just wanted yeah. Hugh Jackman and Meg Ryan to fuck. Um, <laughs> that's so they go back in time and live there. Yep. And so Let's... like the final scene in this movie is like bring out your dad and their corpses come <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah. They're like, and well, like 
I like how this movie is like, oh, well, he really knows how to treat a lady. Yes. Please come back to the past where we know how to treat a lady like a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. (laughs) Why don't you come back to the past? Oh, your life expectancy is now 35 years old. Uh, You've got two years left. You don't have any rights and you can't vote. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get get as many babies out of you as we can. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for coming. Yeah. (laughs) Milady. (laughs) Oh, you know how to treat (laughs) Oh, my star. It's Mrs. Duke of Butter. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <coughs> oh, whatever yeah, ridiculous hell. movie. So, uh, uh, yeah, so she goes back into the past and becomes Mrs. Butterworth. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so that's, that's how that happened. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Um, Does he man. build an elevator or something because he went to the future and saw good ones? I don't know. He saw bad ones in the future because he wasn't in the past to make the elevator. Oh, uh, so the, the timeline has been changed because okay. he's not there but anymore? But only for all the things elevators. elevators. <laughs> that is the only thing that has changed in the timeline. He is one Duke of Butter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. he was this, he's supposedly this great thinker and great. So adventure. did he take his knowledge of butter from the future and then go to the past with it and <laughs> no, then somehow? No, because that's oh, why they get cyclical. into a fight because he's he's on set and he's eating like butter. he has to take a bite of it and he's like, "Is this the fucking butter, <laughs> or is this thine butter? <laughs> I see the follow me." And she's like, "Yeah," and he's like, "This is terrible. I don't want to sell this. This is what you do." And she's like, "Yeah, it's what I do." And then he's like, she well, then I don't love you she anymore. She doesn't make the butter. Like, no, it's no. It's not her just, fault the butter but sucks. He, but he, he thinks that she's just awful yeah. for uh, selling, for a selling poor something product. she doesn't believe in. Fair and, enough. And I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, there's also this whole... Oh, there's this fucking plot about how Brad Whitford is her boss. And he's trying to come on to her and everything. And this goes absolutely fucking nowhere. Because like he's like, yeah, you're going to be the uh, uh, the president of the company. I'm going to go move somewhere else and be the president uh, like overseas. And we're going to install you as the president here. But you're going to fuck me first kind of thing. And then... And then Leopold shows up and goes, you are awful, sir. You are not a gentleman. And he's like, okay. And then she's still just the president anyway. Oh. Like, that goes absolutely fucking nowhere. Weird. Great. Oh, it's just Good it's such movie. a stupid fucking Glad movie. Glad you watched that. Yeah. I really like the idea of a stupid movie about where he comes into the future and then all the uh, elevators don't work. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, Why what, wasn't that the whole? Yeah, movie? like what it's an so odd, weird. what an odd attention to detail in some dumbass movie. <laughs> like, okay, uh, look, we got this romantic time travel movie, but we need to spice it up with something. We need <laughs> elevators. What, what do kids people like? like these? What are kids into these days? <laughs> iPads, iPhones, elevators. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> all right, we've narrowed it down to iPads and elevators. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Timmy, what do you think? Elevators. Yeah. You ever see someone fall into an elevator? (laughs) You ever see someone push the wrong button in an elevator? Well, that's their problem, is that they asked an (laughs) old-timey newsie. Yeah, let me tell you, see, I like an elevator. You never know if you're going up or coming down. (laughs) And a cup of coffee is only two cents. (laughs) Uh, So uh, that was Kate. And Leopold. Yeah. Uh, or, awesome. or also known as Duke of Butter and the Wacky Elevators. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Duke of Butter and the Wacky Elevator Gang. <laughs> that needs to be a movie. Oh, man. It's the be lesser Roald Dahl book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He was running out of ideas. Hey, yeah, some, he looked in his kitchen, butter. <laughs> and then he looked at his other book and went, elevator? elevator. <laughs> this one doesn't have a glass floor, though. Uh, <laughs> that's the, that's that's the, the twist. That's the twist. Uh, uh, yes. Oh, my God. Good times. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, in, in some ways, it, I'm, I'm glad I watched it because I'm, I'm sitting there watching it and going, first of all, I don't know how I'm going to explain this. Yeah. <laughs> They're not going to believe me. Right. Um, yeah, you could have made up anything. Yeah, I probably should have. I did, actually. Yeah. That's not the movie at all. Um, all right. Well, because of Greg losing in the previous episode, he mm-hmm. gave us an album to listen to. Yep. Uh, Lucky Us. Yes. He gave us an album that I love. Yes. And that he loves. Yes. And, and that, that I ca- hate. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you were not too uh, excited about this. Well, no, I was because every once in a while, because I know how critically acclaimed this album is, and I'm like, I'm the one that's missing something here. Yeah. Mm. But, but I'm was, the one that's wrong, and I know a, that. Yeah. And it's a weird critical acclaim because I feel like it was such a concentrated acclaim from what I've read. Like, I, like I see these reviews calling it, like, amazing, but then, like, I feel like it's net, like... I don't know. You don't hear people talking no, about it's it. No, it's, it's a wildly unknown album. Yeah, for, a, for, for an album that you see every review of the time claiming, like, one of the best albums of the year, mm-hmm. all this stuff, I, mm-hmm. I had never heard of it until Greg showed it to me uh, many years ago. Yeah. So. Look, it, mostly it's because the, uh, the follow-up was unsuccessful. I actually yeah. like the follow-up album, though. It is yeah. a little spotty. It's nowhere near as good. But there was there was never anything to break out. Like it was just like this really cool, weird album that dropped out of nowhere, but then no follow up. Yeah, you know. So it is just more of like a a, a footnote. Yeah. You know? Now let, let, we haven't said. I don't think the, no. the album yeah. is uh, Baseheads. Uh, Basehead. Uh, the album title is Play with Toys. Yeah, nineteen ninety two. Yeah. Um, yeah. How do we want to talk about this? Um, it's about- described on on iTunes. Um, or was it IT? I can't, or all music? I can't remember. I read a couple of things about it. No. Uh, describing it as slacker rap, which yeah. I don't find it to be that exactly. No, no, it's a hard album to pin down. Yeah. Um, what about? Okay, so Greg gave this to us. Mm-hmm. Um, what about like your thoughts? Why did you give it to us? What What's uh, your experience? Okay. With this album? Uh, uh, Basehead is the musical project of a guy named Michael Ivy. Um, he plays most of the. Uh, yeah. uh, instruments on the album it it, it takes uh, influence from hip hop um, a little bit of jazz stuff a little yeah. bit of indie rock stuff yeah, kind of like mixes it all together he nev- he's not a rapper he no. never raps really no uh, yeah. and um, yeah it's just a I, I, it's an album I got in I guess in 93 is when I got it because I got the, I got the second album first for some reason because there's all this controversy about the lead single and then it just was like oh but their first brilliant album blah 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 anyway I got it when I was young. Uh, fell in love with the uh, I, I love the wit and um, honesty about a guy writing. Yeah, I don't know thoughtful songs about his conflicting feelings about yeah. lust and love and faith a little bit and uh, being a black guy in Boston basically. Yeah. Uh, so some 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 race stuff in there too, and I just think it's a really cool little mixture of emotions that's uh, got some darkness and some lightness and some yeah. comedy and some. I don't know. It's just a really thoughtful, odd project to come out of uh, out of nowhere. Yeah, out of a dorm room. Yeah, yeah, right? or whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just an album I go back to constantly. I've loved it. Yeah. since I was uh, you know, since '93. Yeah, yeah, one of my favorite albums yeah. of all time. Yeah, and you pass it off to me as if you if you listen to the last episode at like a pivotal moment in my life <laughs> where like nothing else but this album could have come to me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> where I'm like living in the shitty apartment, like can't fold my futon down to sleep on <laughs> going through the first like major breakup in my life um and it was an album that when you passed off to me i didn't really get 
I remember we were listening to it at Rancho Relaxo. We were drunk, and, and I was like, this sounds interesting. And you, you, you were kind of handing albums off to me at that point and just, yeah, getting it and, and, and kind of putting it on and not really paying attention to it and just being like, well, this is a weird album. And then when I did sit down maybe like a, like a couple weeks later and actually mm-hmm. in digest this album just was like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And it, and I can understand someone not liking it, but I think what you hit on Greg that I love about this album is, is what you said conflicting. Mm-hmm. And I think it's an album that's just somebody putting everything in their mind out there. And that's what I identified with so much when I heard this album and I was going through all this crazy shit. It's just like, here's where I am. Blah, blah. Yeah. Like, here's everything. Like, I'm worried about this. This is what I think about that. Yeah, I'm I really, 23 and I'm a mess. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I really like beer. I, I like, yeah. I, 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 like, here's my problems with women. I'm a little misogynist. Like, they're, like, there's, it's, it's an album where you're, you're going to identify and conflict with this, with this main character or, mm. or, and him. it is like a character. Yeah. And it's just um, such a interesting spectrum to view things through, and it's just it's. And you're right, like it's funny. There's these little sketches of these voices that come through, and that like interrupt songs. Like all yeah, of a sudden, yeah. in the middle of a song, you're you're not and listening he's the to the song guys, anymore. Too. He's yeah. he used a, a like a pitch shifter on yeah. his voice, so he's doing all the different yeah dudes. So that was my kind of issue with this album when I first heard it. Was just mm. like I don't understand how I'm supposed to listen to <laughs> yeah. this album when he's like, what are you doing? Interrupting himself, but I feel like the structure is really interesting, and it's a lot of oh man, like that radio break and yeah. not over you. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, man. that's great stuff. And it's just a lot of jazzy, bluesy stuff. And I and and it, I understand the slacker tag because it is kind of an ambling sure the shambling. slacker tag but not the rap tag no 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 I mean I think probably reviewers There's... were um, confused by all the scratching well yeah, yeah. your turntables and like oh and he's a yeah. black guy yeah yeah, yeah right that's right. why I, I still kills me to, to, actually I edited something on Wikipedia for my first time ever I somehow <laughs> I somehow wound up on a page that was talking about rap rock and they had living color on there yeah oh. and I was like There's you fucking no... racist cocks yeah, yeah totally. they don't rap they're a fucking rock band yeah. that's all they've ever done there's never been any rapping on any <laughs> Living Color song You're ever. Like, They're delete. just black guys. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, and I deleted them off of uh, yeah. the, the Wikipedia link of rap rock. Yeah. Same thing with Fishbone. Fishbone has been uh, like the elements of hip-hop. There's never been any hip-hop in Fishbone. Yeah. Busta Rhymes guested on a, a one track in like 1997 or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fuck off, man. <laughs> just because they're black. Fuck yeah. you. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I, I, I Casey came into this album kind of saying, I guess, Greg, you tried to... For multiple years, I've tried to get yeah, Casey and, to, and I can get. It. I want to. I'm excited to hear what you had to think about it. Now, I don't know. Well, uh, again, I listened to it with I think as open a mind as I ever have, and again, I fucking hate this album, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> except for one thing. Yeah, there's one thing that I fucking love that I kind of laugh my ass off in the middle of not over you mm-hmm. yeah which is the only worthwhile song on this on this uh, whole thing in my opinion again <laughs> yeah, yeah. and yeah, I, yeah, I preface yeah. this by saying my opinion is wrong like, well you know it, I, I, i'm not listening to be wrong to well but uh, uh, obviously but like not the majority but i just i feel like i'm not attacking it from the right way but all of the guitar is fucking crap <laughs> um it, it's it's like a couple of shitty notes played shittily um, <laughs> by somebody who doesn't play guitar very well. That's not the point of this album, mm-hmm. but it bothers me every time. Sure. Yeah. Um, there's one, one thing I fucking love on this in, in the middle of Not Over You, and, and it's during the uh, the little radio breakdown. What yeah, they yeah. do is like they're like, oh, man, let's listen to the radio or whatever. Yeah. So they put the radio on, and it's like uh, Bill Withers' Ain't No Sunshine. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, 
and the one guy, it, ostensibly he's talking to his friend, but clearly yeah. it's it's both him. He's like, uh, he's like, man, why you gotta put the radio on? Like this making me feel worse. And his friend is like, eh, it ain't my fault. You gotta get lovesick during the quiet storm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I laugh my ass off. I'm like, all right, yeah. that is a sweet line. Yeah. The rest of this is just meandering, and like you say, like it is just a guy, a 23 year old guy, just like with all of this shit in his head going on, kind of thing, and like how am I supposed to deal with all of this? And it really feels like that. It just feels like somebody vomiting forth all of this sort of like, oh man, and I'm no good with women, and I like to drink beer, and but like, I, I'm so I sad about myself. Aspect of, like when he is going like to vomit something out, control. it's all in one song. Like it, one, he keeps themes to songs, and I love yeah. something like Better Days, yeah. where he's going through like he's so bummed about this breakup, and it's breaking him down. And I, I quite like the lyrics. The, yeah, the, you know, they're they're honest, and and I could relate to them. And then his friend is like, but yeah, but think about the positives. Yeah, the positives. And the right. mood of the song changes for yeah. the chorus and it's up and it's all the good things about being single again and yeah. but then it drops back I love that that contrast how that song moves and it just hangs together so nicely yeah yeah uh, I don't know and, and just yeah, I, yeah and yeah the guitar work is not it's not particularly good, and but it's, it's not, not about that. You're yeah. right. It no, no, it, it's not at all. It's just that's all I can fucking hear. But sure. I would also, I don't know, I would also argue that the that the guitar takes the like that's where I think like the jazzy and the bluesy stuff comes in, and and it's not a brilliant guitar riff. But I don't know if I would ever say that it was like performed awfully. No, it's fine. just it's I a think very in the title track though. There's a little there's lead some, line. That's I think really there's nice. some cool little little riffs, and I just think it it's. The, the, if I was to have issue with the guitar in in this album, um, I would say maybe I'd take more issue with the recording of it. It's very yeah, too long all of mix. it sounds like the same. It's the same tone through the entire yeah. album. It's a very same clean, tone right up the middle. Bassy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's not gonna grab your ear by any means. No, but I not, do as, think, not as a guitar no listener. Absolutely no. not. No, no, and, and and again, like I I tried not to not listen to it like that, but but then uh, then I start focusing on on the lyrics and stuff and. I guess I just don't find it that insightful. I guess I just mm. kind of find it like, oh, this is my problem, and this is my problem, and this is my problem, and um, are you guys bored of me yet? <laughs> yeah. See, well, it might have been, too, because I was a teenager when I got this, and I was yeah, like, right. that's my problem, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and it, you know, it continued. I was able to relate to his stuff a lot than... The second album, Not in Kansas Anymore, is almost darker, in a way, about what he's thinking about. And there's a lot more to do with race stuff on a lot of the songs. But uh, yeah, I, I, it was just something that through my, my teens and my early 20s, early to mid-20s, it was stuff that really I was able to relate to yeah. in a big bad way. So maybe I'm coming into it like a, as an adult now. Yeah. It's, it's not but really. But I mean, I've been listening to it since my early 20s. Uh, well, I don't know about with Focus, though, like you listen to it now. Yeah. Maybe not. Uh, like I don't know if you ever sat down with it. Yeah, yeah and, I, really. and like it came to me at like I wasn't an adult when it came to me. No, and no, so, <laughs> no, um, no, no, no. You were oh, no. certainly you were a fucking child. Hey, buddy, <laughs> you're still not. I know. Um, but yeah, uh, it is not an album that I like. Actually, when you when you said that we were going to do this album, I was really excited because I hadn't listened to it in like over a year. Yeah, because I don't put this album on unless a very very specific mood strikes me. Sure. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I I've actually never gone to the uh, follow up not no. in Kansas anymore. Yeah, check it out. It uh, yeah, I'd like to chat with you. Yeah, about it. it's uh, it's interesting. But, it has a couple of things that are fucking amazing yeah. on it, and then some things that don't work. And I think that's I think what Casey's saying is maybe why why you know not outside of not having a big follow up is why maybe this didn't like I think it hit a very critic like the critics loved it, but I think 
there's probably a reason why it doesn't get talked about a lot because it's a for the right person like when you introduce it to me this album will be like a masterpiece you'll you'll hear it at the right time you'll be like wow this album or you're gonna hear it and be like what like you know it's a very divisive thing Mm -hmm. and it's a very specific but it's worth checking out because it is a very unique listening experience it really is it's not like anything you'll like they're, they're, well, it's know? it's it's like shit that you'll hear. Like th- there are albums like it, yeah. but they're shittier versions of it. <laughs> sure. Like like again, the ideas and and everything. Like I should like it, but the the shit that makes me not like it just makes it feel too, super a- 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 amateurish. Sure. Yeah. to me. Fair yeah. enough. Um, yeah. yeah. Well. Yep. Now we get into hearing what we're gonna have yeah, to listen Casey's to. Casey's gonna. Because Casey's gonna throw a punishment. No, you guys. I watched Kate and Leopold. I watched the winning movie. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You're the Duke of Butter. Yeah. (laughs) I climbed in the Duke of Butter. Um, He's gonna give us some elevator music. (laughs) (laughs) It's all butter themed. So you gave us Moby a while back, and now you had to listen to uh, this album, which wasn't a punishment, but you weren't a fan of yeah i'm interested to hear no but i have been on this kick lately of uh of giving you guys kind of new albums Mm -hmm. yeah not old albums Mm -hmm. right right uh (laughs) and i went back and forth on this one because there's two new albums uh just out great um (laughs) neither one i hold out much hope for Uh um one by a formerly great musician perhaps one of the best of all time one by a band who I think got lucky a couple times. Uh-huh. Uh, I am in the minority in, in, in that respect. Uh, I ultimately ended up on, because I think it's going to be a more interesting album, if mm-hmm. a little embarrassing, uh, is uh, Paul McCartney's new album. Oh. Okay. It's called New. I right. thought maybe you were leaning that way when you said Best of All Time. Yeah. I actually read a, a, a positive review of this today. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, his last album was... Was called Kisses on the Bottom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that makes me feel gross. Was that like a cover it. album? Or I feel like there was a that was like a I don't know. I thought that was like an album of covers or standards or something. Oh, probably Maybe not. Um, what uh, was his album that he did? He did an album that was one of the first albums that got uh, widely released through Starbucks, I think, and it was called like oh, Memory of Starbucks. Memories of <laughs> Latte Memories. Memories of Dark Roast. Barista Memories. No, I think it was like Memory Almost Full or something. And I remember there yeah. was this, there was oh, a, that sounds right. There was a song or two on there that I ended up hearing because it had a music video, and I thought this isn't horrible, but I don't yeah. think it's great. Yeah, there was a music video that had um, like Ghost Mackenzie Crook in it. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, a in his later years, has made a couple of interesting things. Yeah, right. Uh, like what was it Run Devil Run? Uh, like around that time period, yeah. like uh, very early aughts. Uh, he he had a couple of things, not great albums, but like hey, you Passable, still got something, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, and I, I I quite enjoy solo McCartney to a degree. Yeah. I mean, oh man, maybe I'm amazed is one of my favorite songs yeah, of all great time. Song. Yeah. Um, like I, I, a lot of the albums don't really, really do it for me. Like I, you know, I, I have a bunch of them. Yeah. But I find like a, I don't know. I, I tend to put on all the best. Yeah. Uh, the best of Paul McCartney. Yeah. yeah. More yeah. Than and than that kind of gets it for me. You know, like I really like Let Him In and shit yeah. like that. It's so fucking cheeky. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't. He doesn't but make you don't want anyone like kissing anymore, you yeah. on the cheek. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or on the bottom. Or on the. But, bottom. All right. I'm, I'm excited about this. I was, yeah. I thought, I thought I would like an excuse to check out Paul McCartney. Yeah. 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 There you go. This will be interesting. Sing well, his ass off, man. It, yeah, absolutely. It was either going to be that or the other one that I was uh, mentioning was uh, Pearl Jam has a new album. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, and I hate Pearl Jam. Well, I don't blame you. They're terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so. 
But uh, this one is supposed to be a return to form. Mm. Oh, don't what love form? It when they have to, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I feel like every album they put up. Don't like, do no, that. This one. <laughs> yeah. No more 10. Yeah. <laughs> Stay away from it. Yeah. Stop returning to form. Yeah. yeah. Find a new form. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Blaze a new trail. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Let's get to rolling. Now we're going to roll. Yeah. What are we rolling for? This is a very big week here. Yes. Uh, so there's two movies coming out that are huge releases that we have. I th- that I don't know. Okay. Because the uh, Carrie remake is coming out. There's, so there's like four movies to talk about here. Yeah. We got the Carrie movie. Yeah. Uh, 12 Years a Slave. Yeah. The Fifth Estate. And escape plan. Yeah, and I. That's. Uh, yeah. I feel like I feel like for see you next Wednesday. There's a clear choice for see you next Wednesday. Everything yes. that we yes. are all yeah, collectively yeah, yeah. about. I think there's. <laughs> but a then there's choice. like we can't kind of not. Let me tell you what my wife thinks. <laughs> <laughs> Athena thinks that we should all just see. Stallone and Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Because we all need to talk about that. Yes. And then we got to figure out between We've Fifth Estate and 12. That, uh, that ends up in me never seeing the movie. Really? Yeah, generally. It's Schwarzenegger and Stallone. Fair I think enough. that's, I think that's, for my vote, that's the clear winner. That's, okay. I, yeah, I think, like, I'm going to see Carrie anyway. I don't think it looks that, I don't think it looks uh, good, but I'm going to see Yeah, I just have a it. curiosity about it. Um, but then, like, Fifth Estate and 12 Years a Slave seems, like, pretty I think pretty Fifth Estate's the odd, the odd one out, because I feel like it's got, like, nothing but bad reviews. Yeah, it's Has getting it? terrible yeah. reviews. And no, actually, no, 12 Years a Slave, apparently, is, uh, is really bad. No. Uh, I've heard that's nothing I've heard. but good things. I've heard, uh, like... Somebody, somebody was into the bar or something, and said like, "Yeah, like it's so supposed to be good, but it's let's not say good. what's the loser? Oh, the loser would be that <laughs> you picked. Uh, yeah, what's uh, it called? Uh, the right kind of wrong. Yes. Which That's now, if you terrible. do lose, here's the great. A friend of mine saw it uh, <laughs> because not she, but her boyfriend was determined to see it. Yeah. Which I still can't wrap my head around. <laughs> they were supposed to go see Don John. But he was like, oh, please, let's see. I, yeah, that's weird. I'm very confused. But she wound who, up enjoying who, who, who it. Who was it? Uh, Steph. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. She, but she wound up liking it. Yeah. It's not, it's not quite the movie that it appears to be in the trailers. It but looks I don't terrible. Know. It looks yeah. so horrible. Well, yeah. what if we say that's the loser? That is the loser. And then we winner's choice it. Okay. And then see as many as see you as can. many as you can because okay. I I I kind of understand where Casey's coming from because often like I want to see more than one this weekend, but yeah. I don't know if I'll make it to more sure. than one. So I will support winner's choice. Okay. How you you all right with that, Casey? Whatever. I'm gonna try and see both. <laughs> I, I, I'm seeing I that Schwarzenegger see Stallone. Schwarzenegger going Stallone on, and, uh, and I really I, I, I've heard from uh, yeah from people's opinions I trust uh, that it's not good, but I've also heard that it's very good. So yeah. It is a Steve McQueen movie. So yes. That tends to divide people a little bit. Yeah. So we'll be talking about any number of those. Anyway, <clears throat> Casey's, Casey's rolling. World A four. I got a four. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm rolling on the bouncy tile. Yep. Classic Gorman move. It's gonna bounce forever. And be two. Two. All right. He's four. I'm two. Safe. Greg rolls a four. Four. (laughs) You know, I was saying all week, and I'm like, I hope I'm not jinxing myself. The right kind of wrong seems like the right kind of movie for Dan Gorman. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You haven't. You haven't. Like it's not a Nicholas Sparks thing, but it might as well be. Yeah. Uh, and you haven't lost in a while, so this it, one seems particularly gross. Very good. This really, it really hurts to lose this week. Yeah, <laughs> it's a big week. It's a big week. Yeah, I've had such a streak. Yeah, you have. It's been like it's been half a, a year yeah. <laughs> almost. Yeah, yeah. And 
Finally. Fuck. Good. I did not want to see I don't that. feel bad. No. I don't I feel don't bad at all. You've gotten to see no, nothing but I've, good movies. I've lulled my sen- myself into a sense of security about rolling. And this starts y- your new streak of yeah, fucking losing. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Well, next week I'll talk about Wrong Time McFunville or whatever the fuck it was called. Yep. And we'll see what you guys talk about Winner's Choice. Yep. Any yeah. number of those films. Yeah. Uh, well, going to go kill myself. <laughs> see you later. Hi. No. Actually... I'm going to go get into a fight. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. Mm. Wait, what's coming back? What's happening on this podcast? I don't know. I don't know. How do we I don't even know how to Let's this we don't have All right. To. I'll I have a good intro for this. Okay. So I went to the states recently and with any trip to the states there's shopping to be done. Yes. yes. Shopping for really stupid things that a grown man shouldn't be buying. Yeah. And I bought <laughs> five boxes of cereal in the States. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and those... For good reason. For for a very good reason is that uh, Fruit Brute and Yummy Mummy mm. are back. And not only are they back in Canada and the States, but in the States they have the retro packages. Ooh, nice. Uh, so I went and bought a box of Count Chocula, a box of Frankenberry, Boo Berry, mm. Fruit Brute, and Yummy Mummy. And then went into a diabetic coma. And then have been eating <laughs> well, them. Well, you didn't eat them all at once. Yeah. How do you or know? did I? Oh, did you? <laughs> I, mixed them all, I mixed them all into one bowl. You are, you are fat as shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> Your skin looks terrible. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mixed them all into one bowl, and then my stomach exploded. <laughs> it's like Pop Rocks and Coke. Yeah, but uh, so I was very excited about the uh, series, the, these new, these new cereal. They're they're super tasty. Yeah, packaging is awesome. Mm. But uh, I guess you guys had a similar thought in your mind while yep. I was out eating sugary cereal. Yeah, well, we uh, hero swap cage match is over. We yeah. found our hero, but we we have a uh, we are coming back with it, and we are coming back with a villain swap. Yeah. But it's a long and treacherous road. Yeah. So, Our, and we haven't amazing. we haven't been in it for a little bit. We need a refresher on how to play and how to get that part of your brain working yeah. again. So, as a, a filler, because it won't take that long uh, for the, the next little bit here until we dive full on into uh, villain swap cage match. It's breakfast swap yeah. cage match where we're going to take breakfast characters and put them into a fight to the death yeah. in Thunderdome. All fights happen in Thunderdome. With, with weapons. With weapons. We'll be rolling for the weapons if you've never listened to a uh, episode with any kind of yeah. swap going on uh-huh. in terms of fighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. So who who's fighting? Our first fight is Tony the Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's good. He's, no. He, he's a tiger. He's, he's great. great. <laughs> yeah. And uh, silly rabbit, the tricks rabbit. Oh man, what a yeah. good one to start off on. Yeah, yeah it's a, well, it just that's how these things work. All right, out. so Thunderdome. Yep, Thunderdome. Now, okay, so tricks if we versus frost is one. If you get rolled a one, you have nothing. Okay, one's nothing. Two is the whistle. Yeah, I'm just trying to do this by memory and put this into my uh, notes. All right, we should have some. I feel like there should be some cereal-based weapons, like a spoon. Oh my. <laughs> mm. Um, like an oversized spoon. Do any of these guys come with weapons? Do they have any? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think any of the cereal fucking mascots I'm pre- have weapons. Captain Crunch had a chainsaw. <laughs> oh yeah, right. He was he was the captain of the chainsaw army. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, well, crunch, Count the, Chocula's got his fangs. The crunch was one that cut right, through the know, bone. Uh, that honeycomb kid's <laughs> got a bicycle. It's the crunch that'll rip your fucking head off. <laughs> All right. Uh, three's the bat. Yeah. Uh, 
What else is there? Well, I, four is next. Yeah, four is next. <laughs> <laughs> so there's good contribution. But I forget. Buddy. I feel like I'm forgetting. I know there's this, this the, the, the bat the, with spikes. This, there's the chainsaw that occasionally yeah, works. Yeah, and the spear with the blade on the end. Yeah. And the what, coconut gloves. What's the? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what are we missing? There's got to be. There's something else. Let's throw in a spoon. I feel like this could have been done off (laughs) off air. (laughs) Bowl and spoon. All right. You get the bowl, too. Cool. And spoon. Uh, He's typing it out for the listeners. Five is the uh, spear with a blade. Yeah, five. And then six is the chainsaw. Yeah. Occasionally working chainsaw. Occasionally working. All right. We're rolling. Okay. I'll roll. So, for Tony the Tiger, he gets... Got a three. He's got the bat with ni- with nails in it. All right, Tony's yeah. got a bat with All nails right. in it, the and the rabbit. trick's rabbit, a tiger with a bat, oh. has the oh, chainsaw. Oh, the trick's rabbit has a chainsaw. All right, All right. Okay. See, I like this. Yeah, I like I like the rabbit with the chainsaw because that rabbit. <laughs> That why like because he seems a little fucking crit. Well, he's isn't yeah. he? He's cuckoo. Yeah. yeah. Nah, well, he's no. not quite. He's cuckoo. not cuckoo for cocoa puffs. He uh yeah. Oh no, he's a tricks rabbit. Yeah. Well, who's cuckoo for cocoa puffs? Sonny the cuckoo bird. Yeah. Oh, he's a bird. Yeah. That right. guy's the fucking wild card in this thing. He's yeah. Crazy. Yeah. He is fucking crazy. <laughs> like the tricks. Like I, I feel like the tricks bunny's just kind of a jump junkie. He yeah. yeah. Kind of. Yeah. He seems more junkie like. He's kind of yeah. skinny. He's always fucking hanging around kids at yeah. school, pretending he's cooler <laughs> than he really. Is, yeah, you know? yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. also he's true to his name. He's tricky. Yeah, yeah. He's always trying to like the wily e. coyote find some yeah. kind of roundabout like way to get what he wants. Yeah, Why yeah, is yeah. somebody always trying to steal the cereal? <laughs> yeah. Whether it's the mascot or the kids, the kids are always trying to steal the Lucky Charms. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but Tony the Tiger's like. This fucking he's, very, he's like the good guy here because yeah. he's always he wants to share. He wants you to have a good start to your yeah. day. And yeah, maybe yeah. stop at an but Esso station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that might but, be a different guy. Yeah. I feel like, uh, <laughs> fucking racist, by the way. Um, uh, but I feel like Tony the Tiger's also there's an air of athleticism to him. Yeah, yeah. he's got fucking he's got a massive upper body yeah. strength. Yeah, 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 like the yeah. way he's dry, he's got a little a, tiny he's waist a tiger. Though. Yeah. yeah this he's is a, tiger. a rabbit. For an incredibly yeah. sugary cereal, you, there's an air of he's, you know, you're going to eat your frosted flakes, and you're going to go for a run or so, like I feel like he's just always like 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 the good guy. He's like, yeah, yeah, has yeah. positive. Yeah, because in his in his commercials, the kids are always out playing baseball yeah, and yeah, doing yeah. shit like that, Active, whereas the bunny life. is just like Fucking yeah, he's a junkie. Give yeah. me the can. Give yeah. me that, Give me that sweet, sweet can. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's, I think that was his catchphrase. Yeah. Okay, so Tony's got a bat with with nails in it, and yeah. the rabbit's got the. Uh, let's roll, yeah. and see if his chainsaw works. All right, yeah. Oh yeah, so does uh, if it's uh, one through three, it doesn't, and uh, four through six, four it does. Six. All right, so. this is for the chainsaw. If yeah. it is running or not. Is not. It is not. Oh, I got shit. a junkie with a broken chainsaw. So, yeah. I just feel like he's he's he is. That's unkempt. my favorite Tom Waits album, by <laughs> yeah. the way. Junkie with a chainsaw. Junkie with a broken chainsaw. Yeah. Um. I, yeah. I feel like the Trix Rabbit. He's trying to get this thing to work. He's yeah. like really erratic. He doesn't really. I feel like he's just gonna run at him. Too. Yeah. He yeah. doesn't have a game plan. Whereas no, Tony, no. I think, is like, okay, let's look at this from a fucking like a level head. Okay. So let I'm the just, rabbit. Let me just ad- I'm adjust rabbit, my little I'm running at you, and you're saying that to yourself right now. What do yeah. you do? Uh, as Tony the Tiger, Casey. Well, you're running at me erratically. First of all, as I say, I, I adjust my little kerchief. Yeah. Because yep. he does wear a little kerchief. That's right. Yeah. Um, 
and then he just steps out of the way. Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. You know what? I think he does. I think he steps out of the way because the fucking uh, Trix Rabbit is barreling at him. He's got a motherfucking baseball bat. I think he steps out of the way. And in the commercials, the kids are always fucking playing Playing baseball. baseball. I think he steps out of the way, fucking swings and smacks that motherfucking rabbit like fucking home run all the way across the dome. I think this ends fast and bloody. Oh, no. I don't think he's dead because they are cartoons. He's sculling with that bat. I like the idea of him bunting. <laughs> I like the idea of him just letting the rabbit just run into it. <laughs> and then when he's on the ground, gives him a real fucking dinger. Yeah. yeah think, I think he's going like, to like Joe Pesci this fucking yeah, skull yeah, in it. Just Louisville gonna, Slugger it's, style. It's, you know, I don't know. Like, because like, it seems like he's such a wholesome character. Hey, like, this is Thunderdome. Yeah. 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 You know when the cereal is left in the milk along and gets all mushy? That's yeah. what the head's going to be. They're just... <laughs> oh. <laughs> That, that does sound delicious. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I kind of... Okay, yeah. all right. So yeah. so then he does They've bunt. all been prepped. They understand what's going on here. Oh, They're going yeah. into the Thunderdome, yeah, and it's is, fucking this killer. This is life or death. And, yeah. and he's a junkie hanging around kids. Tony yeah. doesn't care for that. Yeah. Yeah, that is that is it. Okay, so I think what he... Do, okay, then he This bunts. is like something that Tony's always wanted to do, but he couldn't because yeah, the commercials yeah, are too really wholesome. He really cut loose and doesn't have to be... Uh, but if yeah. he... Okay, so he does bunt, but the... The, the uh, bat has spikes in it, right? Yeah. So I feel like the rabbit's bunts, just going to get sticks caught, on him. Stick, stuck to the thing. Lifts and him up in the air. he just lifts up the fucking bat uh. with the bunny on it and just slams him repeatedly on the ground there until he is a mushy, bloody mess. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is uh, horrible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Don't the tiger. We're off. Off to the round two. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Do I tell you who next week is? Do you like eat that cereal for a week? And yeah, prep, or? yeah. Why not? Do we? Uh, <laughs> let's give yeah, the let's... people something to think about. Yeah, like, something to think about. Okay. If you... Next week. Yeah. What do we got here? Sorry, I'm gonna open my list of uh, fellows here. Next week is, uh, I'm sure, an interesting matchup. Next week is the Cheerios B versus the Sugar Crisp Bear. Oh, sweet. <laughs> Sugar Crisp is the fucking shit, man. Oh, it's man. pretty good. So good. I like that bear. He's mellow. Yeah, he's, he's cool. super mellow. Yeah. He's super got like cool a backwards guy. hat on. Yeah. He's got like a baggy shirt, like Can a sweater. Yeah. He's like he's like a stoner. Yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah, kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He sounds like Perry Como. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a beautiful singing voice. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's for, I guess, two again. The Cheerios bee. Cheerios. Yeah. Oh, man, that bee's getting, I don't know, man. I don't know. That's a crafty bee. He is Yeah, I feel like the bee is like, he's pretty high energy. Yeah, there's a bear and a bee and honey. This is all coming together. Yeah, all right. That's my favorite Fiona Apple. Yeah. <laughs> bear and the bee and the honey. Bear and the bee and the honey. <laughs> yeah. Um, so eat that cereal for yeah. the next week. And <laughs> eat only that cereal yeah. for the next and week. And no other food. Yeah. Listen to that Tom Waits and Fiona Apple uh, <laughs> <those two laughs> album. And uh, think of ways in which you can argue with us on whether or not we're right when we do these fights. Because yeah. uh, tweet in or, or, or Facebook in on our episodes. Tell us you fucked up by letting. Yeah. I'm going to start Tiger. YouTubing all the old commercials and yes. try and pick up character uh, traits yeah. and, you know, um, <laughs> battle strategies. Yeah. These yeah. Guys <laughs> totally. So do that and then hit us up at facebook.com slash synwpc or twitter.com slash synwpc. And when you're not doing that, go to modernsuperior.com. Check out all of our written word articles and all of the stuff that we're talking about on there. Ooh. And listen to our other shows like Faculty of Horror, have a new one coming up about children in horror. Horror movies and uh, Time Bandits will be back again soon as well. So, mm-hmm. and you can check out the current episode with uh, Matt Bain of the Sean yeah. Fair. Uh, real good, Mercenary Fighters. Really good, episode. real, real good, real yeah. good. So oh, do yeah. all that. Eat some cereal. Mm-hmm. Watch mm-hmm. some YouTube videos of uh, commercials for cereal mm-hmm. <laughs> while eating the cereal. Yep. Yeah, 
And uh, see you next Wednesday, Internet. Yes. Goodbye. Internet. Bye-bye. <laughs>